Hello and welcome to Soaring to New Heights. This is your one-stop shop for all things women's footy in the brown and gold. My name is Tim and I'm joined by Liam. How are you, Liam? I'm going well, Tim. Very excited for today and first of two recordings today. Yes, that's correct. So on today's episode, we have the second Hawthorne AFLW pre-signing from the Eastern Rangers, a Coates League Team of the Year for the Ruck, a Vermont product, who impressed for the Eastern Rangers, Vic Metro, AFLW Academy team, and the Box Hill Hawks in the VFLW. A young gun ruck forward set to form a lethal combination with Pendles, Lucy Wales. And we welcome to the Soaring to New Heights podcast, Jess Vukic. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you very much for joining us. Obviously, very exciting time for you, just being picked up by Hawthorne in the pre-signings. Can you tell us a bit about I guess your life before footy and also your sporting background. Yeah. So I started football when I was 12. So I didn't really get into it when I was younger. I used to play netball. I've basically played like every sport. Like I played netball, I played basketball, I played cricket. And then in primary school, I was just playing with some of my mates just at lunchtime and then I started getting into football and I like loved the tackling aspect of it. And I was like, mum and dad, like I have to get into football. So then I just started playing around when I was 12 or 13. And then I've just loved it ever since then. That's also a very important age for girls in football because that's when they have to stop playing with or against the boys. And how, how much did it mean to you? Obviously we talk about this a lot on the show, but how much did it mean to you for you to be able to see like an AFLW when you had to, when you were starting to play and playing girls, how much did it mean for you to see that kind of pathway and that, that AFLW competition, at least starting at that point? Yeah. Well, when we were little, like all the girls, when we were younger, we didn't even see a career out of it. It was just, Oh, we'll just play it for fun. We'll just play with the boys um, just on the weekends. But now being able to actually have a career out of it and have it as like a professional sport, like, I think it means so much to all of the girls and especially the younger girls coming through as well, being able to reach for their dreams essentially, because when we were younger, we never got to do that. Now, speaking about reaching for your dreams before being picked up to play for Hawthorne in the AFLW, you had a couple of games for Box Hill in the VFLW competition. Can you tell us about that experience, obviously playing against players older than you are at an open age level? Yeah, well, it's a completely different game to Coates League. Like, there's different rules around it. And, the like, we're versing women, essentially. Like, I was always the biggest in Coates League. And then going to VFLW, I'm, like, nearly the smallest. So it was a huge jump, but it was such a good experience. But versing them just, like, got me so much experience like under my wing to be able to come into the AFLW, which was really good. So, yeah. Now, also, I guess we've known for a long time that in terms of VFLW and AFLW, obviously Box Hill and Hawthorne have this fantastic relationship between the two. Can you talk to us about that relationship from your aspect, obviously having been at Box Hill for a few games and now obviously being picked up to play for Hawthorne? Well, there was a lot of girls that were from the AFLW from Hawks that were playing for Box Hill when I was there. And then there was a lot of coaches as well. Like some of the girls have come and were coaching Box Hill and just helping out down there, which made like it a homely feeling. Like I felt like it's 
definitely a one club. Like it made everything like so special because you look up to them and you're like playing in the VFL and you're like, oh my God, I'm being coached by AFLW players. Like I want to be where they are. And then they bring their knowledge and they're like everything into the VFL. So it kind of makes it like AFLW in a sense, um, which was really good. And having those coaches around us as well, just giving us like all their experiences and helping guide us through our VFLW experience. It was just amazing. And you were absolutely superb for Box Hill as well in your two games there. Um, moving on kind of from Box Hill a little bit, but it's, it's linked because you playing for the Eastern Rangers, A allowed you to play for Box Hill and B allowed you to be pre-signed for the Hawks. So within the AFLW, so what kind of contact did you have with Hawthorne? Obviously Hawthorne were aware of the rules that allowed you to pre-sign even before the rest of us probably were. So what kind of contact did you have with the club? Well, I've been down at Hawks for the past two years. So last year when we found out about all the pre-signings and stuff, they definitely made sure of, there was, I think there was about six of us who would go down to a training once a week and we'd just like hang out on the sidelines and just like watch what the AFLW players were doing. Um, And then I've been training this year once a week down at the club and then the pre-signing obviously came out and they asked us to pre-sign um but I've been down at the club for quite a few years now so I'm very familiar with all of it and they've definitely made it very easy for us to transition into the club from being at Eastern Rangers and having that affiliation. Now speaking of that transition from the from the Eastern Rangers, obviously, to, to come across to Hawthorne. You're also talking about that one club feel that, that was there in terms of Box Hill and also Hawthorne AFLW. You're not only coming over by yourself, you're also bringing two of your Eastern Rangers teammates in Laura Stone and Hayley McLaughlin with you, who you played for uh, the Eastern Rangers with, and then also Vic Metro and Box Hill as well. How special is it to be joining the club with them? It's so special. I don't, I've said on like a few media things, but me and Haley, we went to primary school together. So we've been best friends since we were like six. So that is very special to be able to have all this journey all the way through. Like we played netball together and stuff like that. So being able to come into the club, like, and being family once again is so special and not having to just part ways with everyone because they knew like we, everyone knew that both of them would get drafted. So it's just like even specialer to have it with both of them, like be at the one club and with Sony, like I've gone through every single team with her for the past three years with the Vic Metro last year, this year, the Academy, the all-stars game, like we're, together like we come as a pact kind of so it's like really good that we're both together yeah well i mean obviously the ruck is more important the ruck you your job is to make, <laughs> they they look good because of you don't worry i'm a proud member of the rucks union um so obviously i've just talked a little bit about your so your, your type of play but some of us haven't watched you play i mean not all of us are watching academy games vflw games draft combine like not all of us are doing that so what kind of player are you for those who haven't watched as much of you I'm definitely the competitor like I'll put my body on the line for anything like I'm very like my rock craft is definitely my best attribute and then my follow-up work as 
well is kind of what I've been priding myself on this season, doing the little things, the tackles, the blocks, like for Stoney to get out and stuff like that. Um, my grunt work, I'm just kind of throwing myself in there to make the contest. Now, coming across the Hawthorne AFLW, we know that the VFLW season happens beforehand. Will you get another opportunity this year to play your trade at Box Hill to continue to work on, on some of those things you were talking about? The coaches have expressed that they will get some players to go down there, but we haven't heard anything about it. But I'm kind of presuming that the younger ones will just to get that experience just before the season actually does start. Get some reps in with new teammates as well is probably not a bad thing. So yeah. on your, you as a style player, obviously you talk about your rut craft and your follow-up as a, as a strength. What are some of your other strengths as a player and some areas you wouldn't mind developing over VFLW preseason in the coming years? Cause you have, have, you are still very young. You have only just turned 18. Yeah. Well, I, I'm working on like my marking and my forward craft definitely. So forward is like my new position. I've always been every single like sport I've played, I've always been a defender. So defense kind of comes naturally to me. So doing the opposite of that is what I'm trying to work on, which is been a challenge, but I'm definitely getting there. So just definitely in the VFL, if I do play, I'll definitely be working on my forward craft. Coming across, obviously, we've got a, a really great crop of young players uh, in our in our team. Who are you most excited to to be playing with? Definitely Jazz. Like I played with her Metro last year, but she just gets even more exciting every single game she plays. So definitely playing with Jazz would be like it's so good. Well, you'll be able to do that pretty soon, hopefully, once we get some clarity on season dates from the AFL. Feel free to hurry up with that, by the way. Uh, and just just finally, I guess, what's something either on or off the field we that we may not know about you as Jess Vukic, I guess? Um, that's actually a hard question. I've never, I've never been asked that. I live, like, kind of rural. So I live in the um, Yarra Valley. And so I live on three acres but then I have like strawberry fields all around me so I kind of live like secluded to everything so I'm not really a city girl um that's probably something that not many people know yeah to avoid people good (laughs) yeah it's very very interesting and one last question I think we have for you is obviously coming into the club what number are you going to make your own Oh, I don't actually know. Um, We did talk about this the other day, but number one is up for grabs. So I'm looking at number one because I have been, like I've always had number one, like ones in my jersey. Like I was 11 this year. My first um, season I started playing was number 11. So getting that number one would probably be very special. But I'm not really fussed, really. Just whatever number I can get. Well, we look forward to seeing you out there in a Hawthorne AFLW season when season nine begins. Thank you very much for giving up your time today and talking to us. We're very much looking forward to seeing the new crop of Hawthorne AFLW players coming through. Thank you so much for having me, guys.
No worries. Now, before we end this episode, if you haven't already liked us on Twitter and Instagram at HSC Soar, please do so. Also on Facebook at Soaring to New Heights. Yep. Don't think we're done for the year either, guys. There's trade content, draft content. Don't worry, there's plenty coming on that very soon, actually, as well. Uh, season reviews, award shows, we're working on them very actively at the moment, so they're not far away. Talking Hawks has some stuff about the men's draft dropping very soon or may have already dropped by the time this comes out. Timmy and I applying our trade there. We're not involved in that directly, however. Uh, and Tim, do you have anything else before we call it a night? No, no. Just very much looking forward to the next couple of weeks. Obviously, we've got the AFLW draft coming up where we'll see a few more youngsters added to our crop. Yeah, can't wait to cover that for you guys. Well, this has been Soaring to New Heights. And until next time, go the Hawks. 